What is up, guys? Happy day. Welcome back to another episode of RL Talks. Thank you so much for joining us. This is part two of basically just the the basics of fitness and nutrition. And today we're going to talk about nutrition. The goal with these episodes is to simply just break things down for you, maybe teach you one or two things about how to simplify this journey. So let's dive in to the importance of the food that you put into your body. And we're back. Hello, I am Kat. And I'm Mike. And I'm hungry. <laughs> Just like talking about this, I'm already like, oh, I haven't had breakfast yet. That's okay. All right. So last episode, we talked about breaking down fitness and making it fit more into your life and adapting it to you. Let's talk about how we can make nutrition more adaptable to you and how we can hopefully eliminate some of the barriers that you feel when it comes to overhauling what you're eating and what that actually means. So what you're saying is keto is not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, uh. There are other steps that you could work on before just going to keto. Damn. Okay. Let's talk about it. Let, yeah. Let's talk about like what are let's, the fundamentals of making nutrition work for you are so much more than calories, macros. Yeah. There's so much more than that. Like, that's just, that's what it breaks down to for so many people. Like, so many, the conversation usually starts with, okay, like, I'm starting on a diet. That means I'm eliminating this, 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 and this. I'm tracking calories. I'm tracking macros. And it's like, but what does that actually break down to? What does that actually look like? What do you need to know in order to actually be successful when you do start changing what you're eating? But Kat, there's so many advertisements on social media that tell me that I could eat whatever I want and still look like a Greek god. And you can, but let's talk about things like what, like how it actually makes you feel. Like, cool. Like, that's great that you, that if, if you jump on this diet train and um, what and whatever that looks like, whatever that diet is for you, what is the purpose of doing that if it makes you feel like shit and you're constantly battling yourself you're miserable about what you're eating you're overwhelmed with the information that you're given you have no idea like sure it's working but you don't understand why it's working like there's this it's such a common trend to find a diet that works sure so you, you start this diet you lose some weight but then you stop the diet and then you gain all that weight back yeah i think there's Every diet, whether fad or whatever, has absolutely the possibility of working. Mm-hmm. Like every diet will work. So let's let's make it so that whatever diet you decide to do is sustainable. Exactly. And that's the thing. Every diet will work. However, how long you're going to keep that up, that's where the conversation kind of gets a little spicy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and explain to you guys what diet you should choose. I'm not even going to tell you to go on a diet. Diet is like, oh, it's such a funny word because it's been associated with, oh, I'm on this diet, which means I can't eat this or I'm only eating that or whatever. Like, 
a di- the the term diet has this like stigma around it now. Yeah, and even in 2021, 2022, I guess now, like it still has quite the quite the stigma. Like I remember I was telling my partner at work like, "Oh yeah, like I'm just kind of just modifying my diet a little bit." He's, "Oh, what what diet are you on?" And I'm like, "The one where I eat." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like like diet is is simply like what you eat yeah. like that like if, if you like if you want to break it down like whatever diet you're like you do a diet every fucking day yeah every single day that you eat you're on yeah. a diet yeah we've just we've just made it that the the term diet is synonymous with like whatever diet trend is the right now trend yeah right? absolutely so let's talk about how to just make better choices and what what that looks like so we'll start with we'll start with easy so proper food choices proper or food choices are what make up your diet so what is it what's a proper food choice well i was was scrolling through instagram the other day because that's what we do best and somebody had posted um instead of talking about food in a good or bad Mm. categorization um it's it's i i hate that it's still a categorization but it's the easiest way to like communicate this like let's talk about whole foods versus soul foods. Okay. So this goes into so many different areas, but um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about like the 80, 20 breakdown of, of your foods. And so when we talk about that, we're talking about making the majority of your diet, whole foods, and then supplementing in those soul foods, whole foods are those foods that are not processed. Right. We're talking about your, your OG, like your fruits and vegetables, your lean meats, your grains, all of these things that like don't come prepackaged for you, that don't come pre-made for you. And while there's nothing wrong with those foods, it's just that whole foods are easier to make your own and they're, you know what's in them and they're easier to control and they are just so much more beneficial for you. Like they're full of like your micronutrients and they're full yeah. of just like all of this goodness that your body needs. Yeah, like, while, like, soul foods taste delicious, or Mm -hmm. processed foods, they taste delicious, and while, yeah, they might have the macro profile you want, they also have a lot of shit in them that make them hyper-palatable, right? They they make them hyper-palatable, they make them taste good, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the best for you, or it doesn't mean that you're going to sustain yourself long-term eating those things absolutely yeah like so when it comes to things like your your macronutrients so all foods break down into a macronutrient combination we're talking about fats protein and carbs any food that you put in your body is going to have some sort of combination of proteins fats and carbs that's just how it is and whole foods are typically broken down into the more like individual categories like you're talking like your carbs are typically carbs your fats are typically fats like in in larger portions and yes you can totally make these soul foods fit into your macros absolutely but something that often happens with that is because they are made to be hyper palatable like it's almost like you're wasting all of this room Mm -hmm. so the point of it is to when it when we're talking about whole foods and soul foods is Whole foods are there for a purpose. They are there to fuel you. They're there to give you those 
um, clean vitamins and minerals that you need. They're they're there for a purpose. Well, soul foods are there for joy. Yes. Let's be honest. Feed your soul. <laughs> Feed your soul. Absolutely. Like eat the foods that you enjoy, but you do have to, you have to compromise a little bit. You can't yeah. live off of, I don't know, like bacon and Twinkies. Technically there's proteins, <laughs> carbs and fats. And there, there, there is, there's protein, carbs and fats in, in bacon and Twinkies. But yeah. A, you're going to feel like a fucking trash panda, yo. Yeah. And like, Ugh. I just had this moment where it's like, man, that would taste really good for about three and a half seconds and then I would just hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the benefits that you get from like eating these whole foods is so much more than just like being able to count your macros and your calories. Like food is meant to fuel you. And if you are wasting all of your your food on food that just is going to make you feel like shit, like sure, for a hot second, you're like, yo, I was like craving this craving this hard like for a moment you're gonna feel good but there's so many different implications that are come afterwards like if you're eat if you're just living off of carbs the fact is you are going to have short bursts of energy and then you're going to be starving again really quick you're going to use up that energy so fast it's not going to sustain you you're going to be hungry all the time like if you're not eating protein which is like the biggest downfall like like, because let's let's be real nobody craves a chicken breast was last time yeah. you craved a chicken like I'm not, I'm not talking like chicken tendies and chicken wangs like i'm talking about like when was the last time you craved a chicken boob yeah yeah ne- literally never literally never mm-hmm. it's weird yeah yeah thinking about it it's yeah. weird so you have to work to put these foods into your day but the flip side of that is you are not going to be hungry all the time you're gonna have energy you're gonna if you're like eating healthy fats hello feeds your brain Makes you want to have all the sex. Makes you lift all the things. Like fact. <laughs> <laughs> like all of these things play a role, and it's just figuring out first of all what foods you enjoy eating when yeah. it comes to these like whole foods, and figuring out the balance between foods that you're eating to feel good, to look good, to keep moving, to keep your brain going, and the foods that are there for your soul. Yeah. Also, try fucking on a very high-carb diet. It's not going to happen. You're try just fucking gonna... on a low-fat diet. Yeah, you're just going to be bloated and miserable. <laughs> yeah. I'll, like, if we've got your attention now talking about sex, let's just, like, put it out there. If the most common thing that happens with bikini competitors specifically is they will cut their fats down to, like, super low. So then they have no sex drive. They're exhausted all the time. They have wicked brain fog. Like... The, the conversation of fats make you fat is gone. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, fats make you fat when that's all you eat. Yeah. But carbs make you fat when yeah. that's all you eat. If you lived off of protein and you were eating in a calorie de- uh, surplus while you're eating protein, you're yeah. still going to get fat. Fun fact, if you eat mm-hmm. keto but you eat at a caloric surplus, you're going to gain fat. Like, you're going to get fat. Yeah. Like, that's just – let's just be realistic here. Cutting out one specific macro group or food group – is, doesn't means nothing for overall like fat loss absolutely right? at the end of the day if if your weight is your primary concern when it comes to all of these things at the end of the day you either have to be in a calorie deficit or a calorie surplus at the end of the day it doesn't matter what you fill those calories with if you're in a deficit you lose weight if you're in a surplus you gain weight there's no way about it what matters on the in-between of like when it does come to filling those calories 
is how you feel and how mm-hmm. you perform in life. Right. Like, and if you're an athlete, that's going to dictate how you perform as an athlete. If you are just like a mom, it's going to dictate how you feel as a mom. It's going to, it literally dictates everything on so yeah. many different levels. So priority number one is learning the difference between whole food and soul food and acknowledging that there has to be a emphasis on those whole foods. It sucks. You have to eliminate some things from your diet. You have to change things in your diet. You have to change kind of like your go-to foods. But that's part of this journey. Part of this journey is acknowledging like you have to make changes. You have this, this goal for yourself in mind. And if you're not willing to sacrifice anything, you have to reevaluate. If you are not willing to make sacrifices, you're not going to get anywhere. You can't, you can cut all the corners you want, but in order for this to be sustainable, you have to make some sacrifices. And that's not to say that you have to eat chicken, rice, and broccoli every day. Yes, those are whole foods. Yes, you've got protein, carbs, and fats in there, but that's not sustainable. You can eat the foods that you enjoy. You just have to learn to change those foods. Just like, yeah. just change it up. I, I think I think that's what kind of like shuts people off from like when you say, you know, the majority has to be whole foods and not soul foods. Like that doesn't necessarily mean that whole foods can't be soul foods, still be healthy, still feed your soul. Like yeah. you absolutely can. But when people, I, it, it goes back to like almost like the fitness topic where everything in health and fitness is so fucking binary. Like it's so black and white. Like when you say whole foods, people think like, shit, I'm going to have to eat chicken, rice, and broccoli, or I'm going to have to eat like, you know, boiled cod and friggin' yams, right? Like, and that's, that, that, that doesn't necessarily, that doesn't necessarily mean what eating whole foods is. Like whole whole food means you're just, you're not going to buy like a fucking TV dinner and shove it in the microwave. Like it means you might actually have to step into a kitchen and actually cook something, which doesn't need to be scary, but that I, that's a conversation for another time, but like. Whole foods doesn't necessarily mean have to be boring foods. Actually, it's funny. We do need to address that. If you are serious about taking control over your nutrition, getting comfortable in the kitchen is important. And I'm not saying that this means that you have to like become a chef. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying get comfortable with the ingredients in your home and understanding how to use them. And FYI, if you are listening to this podcast, that means you have a smartphone, which means you have access to Google. And the internet is saturated with so many recipes. And these recipes don't have to be scary and and bad. Like get comfortable trying out new recipes, get comfortable mm-hmm. learning what spices go together, get comfortable learning what cooking techniques are out there. And yeah, you might fail. Yeah, you might get frustrated. Yeah, you might burn everything. FYI, I don't fucking cook, okay? Like, I just, it, I can cook. I'm just, I'm not good at it. I'm a very bland person. And then you put Michael in the kitchen and it's master chef, and it's like, it's great for me. Great, great for me when Mike is around. But when Mike's not around, I have to figure it out for myself. It's still a struggle. And I am saying this as a nutrition coach, as the person you are listening to right now, giving you advice about nutrition, like I'm still not super comfortable in the kitchen. I can figure it out. Sure. And I'm, and I'm in a space right now where I, I am that person. I'm like, I'm like, Hey, these are the foods that we have taken out. This is what's in the fridge. I'm Googling 
um, tuna, Brussels sprouts, we've got some lemon juice, we'll do some rice, I guess. I'm, and, I, and I will just put in like easy tuna recipes. Yeah. And I will, and I'll give it a whirl. And if it sucks, it sucks. Mike will never tell me it sucks, but I know it's not always the greatest. But the point is, is that I'm trying to learn how to do this better. I'm trying to be better at it. Yeah. So acknowledge if, if you are not one that likes to cook, give yourself some time and space to learn because it will become so much easier if you are comfortable there. This goes to grocery shopping as well. If you don't know how to grocery shop, that's okay. Totally fine. Um, I'll go grocery shopping with you. If that's what you want, like I'll go with you and teach you the, like the basics of it. Again, the internet is full of all of these awesome hacks when it comes to these things. There are a million how to grocery shop guides out there. Yeah. Just, you have to push the boundaries if you are, if you are serious about wanting to take control over the foods that you eat, and if you are serious about wanting to make a change, it's going to come with learning. It's going to come with frustration. It's going to come with failures, but be dedicated to this because yeah. this is literally, you have to eat every single day. Yeah. It's just a fact of life. You have to eat and make it a priority to take control of the foods that you are eating. Yeah. And I will, to quote a, one of my all-time favorite movies, Ratatouille, because I'm a child at heart. Like, like, everyone can cook. Like, everyone can cook. Everyone has the capability to cook, right? Some people are scared shitless of it. But you'll never learn about the nuances of food and cuisine and flavors if you don't fuck up every night. I have made some horrendous mistakes in the kitchen. I have made some <laughs> awful mistakes in the kitchen things i swore i'd never do again and the reason i don't do them again is because i tried it out it didn't work out and i had to start again right i had to go back to basics right yeah. every cooking is very basic if you want to get fancy with it fucking go to school for it right but like cooking is basic mm -hmm. and you can find a million and one recipes but you need to have you need to be a little bit more adventurous you need to make a game out of it you need to make it make it fun make cooking fun right yeah. and that's what people people demonize cooking cooking can be so much fun when you create right but you have you can't be afraid of it yeah and you have to make those mistakes like you said you have to make those mistakes you have to make those horrendous sauces that you're like no not putting that in my mouth again like <laughs> You're so funny talking about making your own sauces and all I can think about is burning the Brussels sprouts in the air fryer. Okay. <laughs> so your mistakes and my mistakes. Yeah, but are I mean like exactly. But I mean like you need to have that chicken breast that you left in the oven just like 25 and a half hours too long and it yeah. is shoe leather. Like you need to make those mistakes, right? So Absolutely. you can learn. Definitely. Like and just just try it. Yeah. Make that dedication to yourself that you are going to to make an effort yeah. just and just learn. Like, seriously, I, I say this to people all the time. Like just Google a recipe yeah, and just t take, even if you have no idea what you plan to cook that day, just like take something out of the freezer or buy something mm -hmm. at the grocery store and figure it out. Yeah. You can, you can literally just Google easy chicken breast recipes yeah. and something will, will, will catch your attention. And it takes five minutes, yeah. five minutes to just like, Figure it out. Just figure it out. Because I I promise you, like, if you are cooking at home versus ordering in or 
picking some up on the go or something pre-made for you, I promise you that if nothing else, if you just start making your own food, you will feel better because yep. you have the control of your ingredients. You have your con- the control over the additives. Like just if you're going to start somewhere, start by just cooking yourself a few meals a week. Yeah. Portion sizes. This is another, this is a big topic because you can go everywhere with portion sizes from like, there's so many different strategies here. You can talk about changing, like you're like filling your plate, changing your plate sizes. You can talk about hand portions. You can talk about macros. You can talk about so many different like ways to figure out your portion sizes. But at the end of the day, be realistic. If you put something on your plate and you look at that plate and you're like, yo, this is going to taste great. This is everything I want on it. But you look at it and it's this mound of food. Like you, you know, just looking at it, like whether it's, it's good or bad, right? Like we'll use those terms loosely, but just to be very direct about it. Like if your plate is 95% mashed potatoes and you got a little piece of chicken on the side, like you know that that's not a realistic portion size for you. You know that that portion size is not going to be balanced for you. So if you have, if nothing else, like you can just start by, by changing the portion sizes on your plate. Start there. If you want to dive into it a little bit more, if you're like, Hey, I think I've got it figured out of like, this is, a, this is enough to fill me. Like this plate is going to fill me. I'm going to be full. I'm going to be happy. I'm not going to be overeating. I'm not undereating. If that's just where you want to start, start there. If you want to dive into something more, there's so many different ways you can figure out your portion sizes. Like I said, like you can change your plate size. Easy, super easy. Put enough food on there to fill you. Good to go. And if you decide to pick a smaller plate and you eat what you've put on your plate and you're like, actually, I'm still kind of hungry. Okay. Go back for, for more, but at least you give yourself that like opportunity to stop and be like, am I full? Am I not full? Not full. Keep going. Um, there are a million recommendations out there for, how to like picture your plate even and how to break it up into proteins, carbs, fats, fruits, and vegetables. Try that. If you're at the point where macro tracking is where you want to be, buy a food scale. But at the end of the day, like you're probably an adult who's listening to this. You've literally been eating for however many years. You should be able to identify what good foods are, like what purposeful, healthy foods are. And how much you should actually be eating. How much do you actually need to eat versus how much do you want to eat and eating what just whatever you want. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Does that made sense? Okay. So we've touched on it a little bit too, but learn a basic understanding of proteins, fats, and carbs. So really that breaks down to your pro like you have to have protein. You have to. If you give a shit about muscle whatsoever eat your protein. Protein is there to help your muscles recover after you've damaged them. So if you crush a workout, the purpose of the workout is to damage your muscles so that they grow back bigger and stronger. Well, in order to do that, you need protein. Protein is like the amino acids in the protein is what builds your muscles. And when we say protein, we don't necessarily mean like a protein shake or meats, for instance, because I know we have some plant-based listeners and like you can find proteins in literally everything. You can find protein literally, literally everything. The quality of protein might be different, right? Mm -hmm. Like 
um, a chicken breast versus lentils versus chickpeas versus soy. Like the profile might be different. Yeah. But especially if you're plant-based, go for those more complete proteins, right? Like your lentils, your soy, um, beans. Those are fantastic sources, right? Yeah, absolutely. Just just begin to incorporate it into your meals. Like there's lots of conversation of how like you have to have protein with every single meal. Well, if you're eating three times a day, if that's how your eating schedule is broken down, all you do is eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, absolutely. You need to have protein Mm -hmm. with those meals. You have to have a good sized portion of protein with those meals. But if you're eating four or five, six times a day, depending, like including snacks and stuff like that, you don't need a chicken breast six times a day. You, You don't. But yeah, like we're talking about chicken. We're talking about fish. We're talking about steaks. We're talking about egg whites, protein shakes, yogurt. What else is there? Cottage cheese. The list can go on the, and on. The, the list is infinite for protein sources or food sources in general. Yeah, but get used to eating your lean proteins or if you are plant-based, figure out what what your options are for protein sources. You've got your, your beans and your peas. You've got your um, tofu and tempeh. You've got your soy products. Like you've got all of those. Like take five seconds and learn what what your options are and what appeals to you. Yeah, and plant plant base has come so far than just oh yeah going to the tofu aisle and freaking grabbing that. Like there's so many options now. Like, Absolutely, so many. And if and if you are the person to just shit talk plant based eaters, nobody asked you. Get bent. Like like honestly like. As a personal choice, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not plant-based and that's, that's a, that's a very much personal choice. I like my meats. I understand the, the choice to, to go plant-based okay. and just because you go plant-based doesn't mean you're going to have, you're not going to have a complete diet. You can absolutely have a very complete, very satisfying, very fulfilling diet, even if you're plant-based and the number of options out there is immense. Totally. <laughs> absolutely. Um, carbs and fats. We heard for a very long time, especially. My favorite. (laughs) (laughs) But our generation definitely heard carbs make you fat, fats make you fat. And again, all foods will make you fat if you eat them in a surplus. But when it comes to carbs and fats, carbs and fats are the feel good foods. Like if you've got a craving, you're going to crave the carbs and fats. Carbs and fats make up 99% of the goodness and happiness in, in the food world. We know that. Um, but learn the difference between, um, healthy fats and processed fats. Learn the Mm. difference between, um, whole food carbs and, and those processed carbs. We're talking about like, I eat potatoes every goddamn day. It is the best. That doesn't mean that they're bad. Potatoes are actually quite nutritionally dense. I know, but like, it's like people automatically assume potatoes are bad because when a lot of people think potatoes, we're thinking like, French fries and like loaded yeah. baked potatoes yeah. and like I could go on and on about potatoes. I love potatoes, but rice, rice noodles, um, potatoes, sweet potatoes, yams. Oh my god, the list of carbs is so freaking long. Like and the o- list oats, of, beans, all that stuff. Yeah, 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 there you go. Oats, beans, like and yeah. Then we talk about the processed stuff. Like we're talking about your breads. We're talking about your pastas. You can eat these things. You can eat it all. Yeah. But acknowledge the difference between a bowl of rice and a bowl of pasta. Yes. You can yeah. have both. You can have both. But again, 
go back to your portion sizes. Do you need the biggest bowl of pasta and like just like the ooeyest, gooeyest mac and cheese? Yeah, yeah, you might need that some days. Some days that that's a soul food and you're about to snap your crayons and that's all you want. Do you need that every day? Or can you have something that's a little bit more organic with the rice or with the beans or with yeah. the potatoes? Yeah, it's like saying you can have you can have a slice or two of toast with your breakfast. But if you're eating a whole fucking loaf of bread, yes. <laughs> you're, you're not doing yourself any favors. And if all you're eating all day is bread, you are missing out on all of the benefits and all the micronutrients that we've mentioned a couple times of those whole food sources. Your fruits and vegetables are a carb, but they are so full of all the micronutrients that you need in yeah. life. Yeah. Fruit does not make you fat no. inherently. If you're cutting out sugar and you cut out fruit, you're literally cutting out majority of the vitamins and minerals that you get in the day. Yeah. If you're demonizing fruit, you are the literally the worst person in the world and we are not friends. Actually, that's not true. If you are demonizing fruit because someone else has taught you that fruit is bad... Stop listening to that person. Yeah. Just, no. Forget him. Forget him. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Fats. Fats are so important. So, so important. They are the regulators of your hormones. And hormones are so much more than just a cranky 16-year-old girl who's got her period. Like, when we think hormones, that's where I go to is, like, raging cat going through puberty because she was a nightmare. But... Even after puberty, your hormones literally dictate everything. Oh, yeah. Like your mood, your energy, your brain function, your strength, your sex drive, all of these things. All of these things play down into your fats and or into your hormones and your hormones are regulated by fats. So you need to make sure that you do have fats in your day. And I'm talking about, again, going back to whole foods when it comes to fats. We're talking about things like nuts, nut butter, avocados. Um, there's fats in your meats. Absolutely. Big old juicy steak, got fat in it. Totally. I mean, don't eat the whole thing because you won't poop for a while. But, or don't eat all of it. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Don't overload it on the fats. Yeah. what I mean. Because then you won't poop. Yeah. That's where I'm going with this. Yeah. But that's not to discredit things. And oils. Seed oils are in there too. You, mm-hmm. Like your seeds are in there. Um, and that's not to discredit things like like cheese. Yep. Cheese is like the go-to bad fat that everybody is like, oh God, cheese. Like Or butter. 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 Yeah. That's a big one. Like yeah. those two, like when I, when people are like talking about like fats and stuff like that, like the biggest ones for me are cheese and fat or cheese and, and butter. Yeah. But it's a long list because fats are in everything. Like fats are, the, the processed fats are again, what make a lot of food taste good. Yeah, absolutely. So have a healthy balance between the two. Yeah. You can still have butter on your toast if that's what you want. But like maybe throw some avocado on the plate. Yeah. (laughs) And also like when we think, I mean, before when I thought about fats, like I thought about like oil, butter, you know, stuff like that. Right. But like fat can be quite like satiating as well. Mm -hmm. Like eat eat a tablespoon of friggin olive oil yeah that's weird yeah but also eat a whole avocado Mm -hmm. probably gonna be more filling if you eat the whole like fats don't necessarily have to mean like just oil like you can find your fats in 
a number of things, Absolutely. right? Almonds, walnuts. Walnuts are super oh heavy. Oh my gosh, it's like 200 calories for an ounce of walnuts. Right, but it's 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 satisfying too, right? Super like, saturating. Yeah, it's it's it like don't just limit your fats to just oils, right? Like yeah, yeah. Um, but be cautious. Be cautious with how because fats are also they're they're quite dense, but they're quite small servings. Absolutely. Too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like fats are easy to get carried away with because a they taste good but they are also the most calorie dense macronutrient so in if we want to talk about the number so for every um so proteins and carbs for every gram of protein or carb it is equal to four calories for fats for every gram of fat in whatever food is nine calories so so literally double <laughs> yeah so yeah it's super easy to get carried away with eating your fats yeah um and so yeah you have to pay attention yeah you got you can't just go buck wild on it but they are important in your diet absolutely like peanut butter for instance like i could i mean we're not allowed nutella in the house anymore because of the amount of times mike came home and found me sitting at the island with a spoon in my hand and the Nutella and the peanut butter and I'm going to fucking town. And there's my emotional eating for the day. <laughs> but if I like, it's so, the fat calories very quickly add up, but they're so important in your diet that you have to figure out how to, how to have a good balance between them. Yeah, absolutely. You can't eliminate them. Don't do it. You'll feel like shit, but don't go overboard either. Don't sit down with a whole bag of walnuts. This yeah. is going to lead me into a little bit back into portion sizes. But like if if you're unsure how much you should be eating of something, follow the recommended serving size. Totally. Like they're on there for a reason. Any piece of food that you pick up um, that has a label on it is going to give you a recommended portion size. And if you f- have nowhere else, like if you have nowhere else to figure out how, how much you should be eating of something, just start there. Just start there. Yeah. Say like and just learn to start paying attention to how much of everything that you're eating. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny, like just kind of going back on on the on the fats thing. Like, you know, how many people do you see with like a giant Tupperware of trail mix? It's like, well, I'm eating healthy and I'm 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 eating this for like as a snack, and it's like an entire like pound of trail mix. Totally. Like, that is basically your calories for the day. Absolutely. <laughs> We're not saying don't have the trail mix. We're saying just moderate yeah Yeah, just be able to acknowledge like there at the end of the day again it comes into calorie surplus or calorie deficit Mm -hmm. and just start to just start being aware of how much you're actually eating of what foods prioritize your protein because i guarantee you it's the last thing you're going to think about and eat in moderation when it comes to your carbs and fats still eat them totally absolutely eat them but if you want to break it down even further like your whole foods, like your potatoes, your rice, sweet potatoes, um, all of those things, you're going to be able to eat more if they are coming from a whole food source versus a processed food source because they're clean. It's just it's just straight whatever that just whole food is. Just, just that ingredient. Just <laughs> that ingredient. Where if we're talking about pastas and breads, you have to add all these other ingredients into it. So then, yes, it's going to be more calorie dense. Yes, it tastes delicious. There's nothing wrong with that. But just being able to identify, like, I can eat more rice than I can eat 
bread. Yeah. Again, I'm not bashing either. I'm just trying to like throw out some some comparisons for you guys so that you can start cluing into making the right food choices, being more conscious of what you're deciding to eat and getting to eat more. Absolutely. Like, cause everybody wants to eat more. And, and it often throws people through a loop, like comparing, all right, compare a Big Mac meal from McDonald's, Ooh. right? Or like, a, a, you know, a six piece chicken nugget meal with your fries and your, and your drink, right? That right there is around like, what, 1900 calories, give or take 1984 or something like that. Like For a Big Mac meal. For a Big Mac meal or for like a six piece chicken nuggets, right? Like the whole meal. We're talking the whole, the whole meal. The whole meal itself, yeah. right? Is around like mm, 15 to 1800 calories, give or take, right? And that is one meal. Yeah. You eat that, you're probably going to be hungry four hours later, especially if you're an active person, you know, yep. you're, you're going out exercising a lot. Now, I eat somewhere around like 2,400 calories a day. In that 2,400 calories, I have three solid meals plus a snack. That is a lot of fucking food. Totally. <laughs> like yeah. that is a shitload of food. And that is for an entire day. Yeah. Right? Like eating single ingredient foods is actually like you can eat a lot. Right? Absolutely. And be full all day. And and then like circling back to like getting comfortable in the kitchen and stuff like that. Like eating those whole foods and eating those like clean foods. Like if you... If you want that Big Mac and you want those fries, like the amount that you, like if you ate that versus making it at home and use your own ingredients and like didn't have all these additives and stuff like that, like that burger at home can be 800 calories versus that 1600 calories yeah. from wherever you're having your process. Like, and you can still eat three other, two, three other meals in that day. It's just... Be conscious of, of additives and be conscious mm -hmm. of, of that processed food because those fillers do add up. Yeah. You can make the exact same meals at home, eliminate half the sodium, all the extra random like deep fried grease and, and you can eliminate those things, eat the exact same meal, feel 10 times better, not shit your pants because McDonald's goes right through you. And like, and I'm not bashing McDicks, okay? I am a celiac okay it's it sucks but i crave a i just want a big old greasy burger every yeah. now and again and i'm not bashing it i i we still we eat out all the time yeah we we still eat out all the time i'm not saying you can't have these foods i'm not saying like banish mcdonald's i'm simply saying go back to soul food versus whole food whole foods need to be 80 percent of your day soul foods can be 20 percent of your day just be, just acknowledge the difference between, again, you know, the difference between good food and bad food. Yeah. Like, you know, that homemade burger is cleaner than that McDonald's burger. You yeah. know, these things, and it comes down to moderation and it comes down to balance. Be realistic with yourself. Hold yourself accountable. You know, that eating out five days a week is not good for you. Just, just be realistic with yourself and, and set these expectations that you, you need to make this change and that you want to make this change and and do it yeah. stick to it do it don't don't say you can't have a quote-unquote cheat meal well if again if you're going all or nothing if you're going balls to the wall if you completely eliminate all of these soul foods 
you're going to crave them all the time. You're going to be miserable in the foods you eat. You feel like you're missing out on all these social interactions because yeah. so, being social is predominantly around food in, yeah. in our in our lives. Oh, yeah. Like you, you can't go to a social event and have and like there not be food. Yeah. It's always in, intertwined and you're allowed to have that. Yeah. Kind of circling back or going backwards to like the, the good foods, bad foods, whatever. Like the problem with labeling stuff like that, the problem with labeling foods as good or bad or in such a binary scope is that we forget that food is social. Food is religious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> food is tradition. Like mm -hmm. food encompasses more in our lives than we actually realize. Yeah. And by giving it the good or bad title, we're essentially putting a negative spin on social gatherings or traditions, right? Like yeah. in my family, food is, is, is a huge part of our traditions, right? Yeah. Like Christmas, Easter, all that stuff, family dinners, like is a huge part of our lives. And by putting it as good or bad, like, well, now I'm basically saying like my traditions are shit, right? Mm -hmm. Or you're saying someone's religion is shit because good food or bad food, right? Like, mm -hmm we can't put it in that in that scope we can't put it under that microscope of good or bad right yeah. like and, and i like the way you say it. it's like good it's like good um what is it whole food and soul food right yeah. like it, it's not good or bad it's just one is necessary the other one feeds the soul right? yeah absolutely it's like i said unfortunately you you do have to categorize foods like it's you you have to be able to separate the whole foods versus the soul foods because you need to put a priority on if you're listening to this like likely you want to put a priority on the foods that you eat mm -hmm. and if you don't if you don't care if you are happy with who you are and how you feel good for you great there's nothing wrong with that but if you're here and you're listening to this you're probably looking for a tidbit or two and being realistic about your food choices is priority number one yeah you, you just have to um yeah. I, anyways, back to, oh, additives, as we were talking about. The other thing that people often don't realize is the amount of like, how, how like, like coffee creamers and sauces oh, God. and dippings and toppings and like little snacks oh, here and there. Like those things add up. I had this really unfortunate conversation with a very important woman in my life. I made her breakfast one day. And she's, she's, she's on this journey, she's on her wellness journey and but very, very new, like no knowledge whatsoever, had never touched a barbell before in her life, like until recently is, is trying to pay attention to the nutrition is getting better at it, but we can't go too deep because she, she's just not there yet. Like we're still talking about the basics. And so I made her breakfast and I made, uh, air fried potatoes, um, an egg white omelet. There was avocado on the plate. There was bacon on the plate. And I think some like mushrooms and tomatoes, like that was mm. her plate. And when I calculated out her plate for calories, somewhere in like the four or 500 calorie range for this whole meal. And she's eating this meal and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so full. She's like, I actually don't think I can finish this. And then I brought her a tea and she says, oh, can you put some creamer in my tea? I'm like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, let me know when to stop, you know, like. And I'm pouring and I'm pouring and I, she's like, okay, stop. That's good. And I like give her her tea and I just happened to look at the nutrition label on the, on this, on this creamer. And I asked her, I said, 
how many, how much of this do you drink in a day? And she's like, well, I maybe have like six or seven teas. It's like my go-to. And I was like, you drink the same amount of calories and creamer as the food that I just put on your plate and you couldn't even finish your plate. I like these things add up these little things that you don't think really matter. They matter. Yeah. If you, so I'm not saying don't eat them. I'm not saying don't drink the coffees. I'm not saying you have to live off of black coffee and you can never put a salad dressing on again. And you can never put mayo on your sandwich again, like all these little toppings and additives and, and all these things. I'm not saying that I'm saying be mindful. Yeah. And when I say be mindful, like really what I'm saying is acknowledge where that line is of like, is this enough or is this too much? Like, am I getting overboard with this? Do I actually need all of this? Do I need to put half a bottle of, of mayo on my sandwich? Yeah. Like rain it back in, go back to your recommended, excuse me, serving sizes you can make food taste good with the bare minimum, right? You don't need to oversaturate it in sauces and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like the sauce, sauces are, sauces are there to heighten your food. And this is going back from someone who's worked in kitchens. Like sauces are there to heighten foods. They're not there to replace them, mm-hmm. right? Like Yeah. And like if you're one of those coffee drinkers where you're like, basically you're saying I would like a cup of cream with like a little bit of coffee, like that's how you like your coffee dope, but something's got to give somewhere yeah. to compensate for that. Unfortunately, again, I'm not saying you have to drink black coffee, but do you need cream with a, with, with a shot of coffee? Yeah, kind of deal? exactly. So, and this kind of leads into what I think is, is such a, a big point. And we, we touched on this a little bit in the fitness episode, but the all or nothing like mindset and mentality mm-hmm. of I I have to only eat like on, based on this diet or I, yeah. I, I have to cut out all of this or I have to cut out all of that or I can only eat 1,200 calories or whatever that hard line of all or nothing is, you're setting yourself up for failure. If you tell yourself that I... Um, next 30 days I'm I'm free of all of these things or I, I cannot eat out for the next 30 days and I'm I'm like whatever that hard line is if you are a person that's motivated by that fantastic like if, if you and there are you guys out there that are motivated by that hard and fast line and you're able to align with it you're purposeful with it fantastic but for a lot of the 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 newbies out there or those that are newer in this journey or that haven't quite figured it out yet, those hard and fast lines become barricades and they become roadblocks and they become this, the, the devil angel on your shoulder kind of thing. And, and you just are constantly battling hard and fast lines aren't a recipe for failure, but they are a recipe for resentment towards whatever mm-hmm. you're doing or, um, that need to kind of like rebel against it. It just brings up all of these like weird emotions and you can't, and and it goes back to being honest with yourself when it comes to your mindset with a lot of these things. Like, is that realistic for you? If you have tried a million times in the past to, to do this hard and fast um, limit, if you've been successful with it, 
and you didn't have all of these emotions come up with it, like great. But if you are constantly battling with yourself and putting these hard and fast lines down and constantly failing, how many times are you going to fail using the same strategy before you change the strategy? Yeah. So um, Mike had mentioned this. Well, we had mentioned this on the, again on the fitness um, portion of all of this. Like, Don't do everything all in. Slowly build into these things. Yeah. Especially when it comes to your food because your food is such a huge piece of your life. Again, you have to eat every day. You're constantly making food choices. You're constantly reminded of, of eating. It's just life. It's your body. It's, it's how, how it goes, but slowly start to integrate these things in, into your practice, into your day. How, like start paying attention to your food choices, start just paying attention to your portion sizes. You don't have to make drastic changes right off the hop in order to be successful. It can simply just start with paying attention, being realistic, educating yourself, learning the little things and then building on it. And eventually you'll go from just eating out all the time, never having a game plan, always going on a whim to having structure, figuring out what your meal timing looks like, figuring out how many times a day you should be eating to feel the best, to perform the best, Mm -hmm. figuring out what staple foods um, you want in your life that you are creative with that you enjoy eating all the time it's and, and eventually if you want to go down the road of of tracking and and going into like a leap like that like you don't have to just go straight to tracking macros if you have never paid attention to your eating before a day in your life tracking macros is a, is an all or nothing moment yeah i i think one thing that should really be all or nothing is that if you are eating out seven days a week, like if you're buying, like if you're ordering skip the dish seven days a week, I would say that needs to be a hard stop. <laughs> well, that's an all or nothing mentality in itself. Yeah. Like, if you're eating out all the time, that's your all and you're doing nothing yeah. on on the flip yeah. side. And I think like if, if that's something you're doing, that absolutely needs to be a hard stop. Like you need to reevaluate a lot right there and you absolutely. need and you need to go back to basics, right? You need to go back to um going to the grocery store and picking up like walking the perimeter right of the store and mm-hmm. then making your way through the aisles to 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 build your pantry, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe kind of like a little hack, like I mean if you really wanted to feel like you're ordering out but still making whole food like i mean there's a ton of services now like hello fresh and like chef's plate or whatever the hell it is right yeah like, absolutely where you're making whole food but you're you're essentially ordering it right like yeah and if you are the type of person that that doesn't cook any of your meals whatsoever start by just cooking just dinners or just breakfast yeah. or cooking dinners three days a week like you don't have to go from your your scheduled routine of, of ordering in all the time to never ordering in and having to do all the steps of learning how to grocery stop now you're making all of your meals at home like absolutely we're going to discourage you from eating out every single day like mm-hmm. it's just not ideal and it's financially not great for you like you know you're even if you are making like good choices like there's still a better option for you out there, but yeah. you don't have to go the other way of the all or nothing of, well, got to stop eating out, can't eat out for the next 30 days. I have to cook my meals every day for the next 30 days. Like I have to do all this grocery shopping. If that is not something that's in your routine, you are going to fail at that. You have to, 
it's gonna it comes with time yeah you can't you can't just flip it it, it's not gonna happen i guarantee you you're gonna get frustrated in the first week so yes start with just grocery shopping start with just having food in the house and like especially i mean you and i we both lived in northern alberta right Mm -hmm. for those not from canada northern alberta is quite desolate right and i mean there are people who legitimately live in like food deserts right they like yep. there are legitimate people who live in places where they can access these like whole fresh foods and stuff like that yeah. and i but i mean that doesn't mean you still can't grocery shop like yeah. we just need to modify things a little bit yeah. frozen foods some canned foods right like yeah. they're still good for you they're still healthy for you yeah but don't be fooled with like like, I know you talked about additives, but not all additives are going to be the end of you, right? No. Like, just like artificial sweeteners are not going to fucking kill you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, you can integrate them. We just need to be a little bit more cognizant of these things, right? Yeah. Especially when we're talking about, like, canned foods or frozen foods. Like, they might still have additives in them, but mm-hmm. they're not going to change drastically the profile of your food. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, a TV dinner which you throw in the microwave and nuke for five minutes right like yeah. that's different that takes a different precedent right because there's there's a lot of shit in there yeah but you, like your can especially for people who live in these remote areas like your canned foods your frozen foods they're going to be staples right yeah i mean we use canned and frozen food all the time like if oh my gosh if canned tomatoes go on sale michael's taking on the whole flat of those bad boys and if like frozen fruit fruits and veggies are on sale you know we're loading up there's nothing wrong with these things and they're cost effective mm-hmm and there's nothing wrong with them. Like, yeah, if you're eating frozen popsicles versus a like a frozen strawberry, it's different. Yeah. It tastes the same, but it's yeah. different. Just don't overcomplicate this, but also don't cheat the system. Yeah. Don't try and cheat yourself being like, well, what's the difference between me eating a, a frozen pizza and, and me making a homemade pizza? There's a big difference there. There like, is a big difference. There's a huge difference, right? But if you can't overlook that, if you're just seeing like the the, the overall picture and not like the the the, the finer details, like mm-hmm. you're missing the entire purpose of this podcast, right? Absolutely. Like, like there there there's absolutely benefits to making your own stuff, and don't be scared of the kitchen. It's not scary. It's, it's a little scary, but it's it's <laughs> we're working on it. Something else that we didn't touch on, and it needs to be said. Eat your goddamn fruits and vegetables, kids. Eat your vegetables, eat your vegetables, eat your fucking vegetables. (laughs) I hate vegetables. Okay. I'll say it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I hate vegetables. I used to be that kid where my parents would make a big old bowl of stir fry for dinner. And I would sit at the table and be like, I'm not eating this shit. And my parents are like, well, you're not leaving the table till you do. I hate vegetables. But in the last few years... I have learned the vegetables that I actually enjoy and tolerate and put them in there, guys. You are a bloody adult. You have been told since you started eating whole food that fruits and vegetables are important in your diet. Eat them. Figure out which ones you can tolerate. Figure out which ones you like. Eat them. Same with fruit. Fruits come in seasons. Hello. Eat them. Change it up. Just... Stop making excuses for it, really. Like, I think the easiest way that we added fruits and vegetables into my diet, because, I mean, you're fine. You'll eat whatever. But I was like, ew. Um, A big way was trying out different cooking methods Mm -hmm. and trying out just different flavor profiles in general. Um, I know, like, there are, like, I I can't eat celery, 
Okay, <laughs> celery and I. It's loud in your brain. It's like when you chew it, it's so loud in your brain. So celery and I were a no-go. Okay, like celery is meant for stuffing, nothing else. Celery and you are still a no-go. We're just, we're not friends. But you know what? Like, and I know that. But uh, we've figured out the, the vegetables that I do enjoy and we just figure out what they go well with. Yeah, absolutely. So then I eat them. Like, I have a mushroom addiction now. Tomatoes are technically a fruit, but like whatever, they're still in there. Red peppers, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, like I will, onions, I will eat all of these veggies, spinach, learn, figure out which ones you can tolerate. Yeah. Figure it out. Try them. Try different cooking methods. Put them in random ass recipes. Be like, yo, I know I'm not actually going to taste the onion in this. You're going to taste the onion. Well, broccoli, like. The broccoli is going to take, yeah. st- take on whatever flavor I'm making it. Like, eat the fucking fruits and vegetables, guys. Yeah. You are not a child anymore. You, you need to make some sacrifices, but fruits and vegetables are beneficial for your overall health, right? Yeah. While we can talk about macros, like your protein, fats, and carbs, so we're blue in the face, it doesn't take away the fact that you need those micronutrients. Absolutely. So eat your vegetables, eat your vegetables, eat your fucking vegetables. <laughs> and drink your water. And drink your water. So, this, like, water has has become a big conversation. Hydration is now getting its its moment. Drink your water, kids. Um, the benefits of it are endless. Like, we were talking about, like, rust and motion and lube and whatever in the last <laughs> episode. Like, the lubricant for your body is your gosh darn water. It's going to help flush out that brain fog. It's going to flush out your bloating. It's going to keep your muscles happy. It's going to keep your joints happy. Yeah. Don't discredit your water. It's, if you're, it, it's an appetite suppressant. If that's something you're struggling with, drink your water. Yep. And instead of buying like a $60 fucking detox, drink some water. just drink your two liters of water a day. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I just saved you fucking $60. There you go. All right. We talked about a lot in this, got a little, got a little sidetracked, got a little carried away. It's all good. Again, thank you guys for spending this time with us. We really appreciate you dedicating your time to us. Um, we, we know that your time is, is money and, and we value that you've taken this time for us. Um, we'll be back again next week. We'll chat again then. Don't forget to, if you are listening to us, take a screenshot, post it on your social media, tag us in it. You'll be entered into a giveaway and we'll chat again next week, kids. We'll see you in the next episode, guys. We hope you really like this one and we can't wait to bring you more amazing content. So stay tuned for that next episode coming next week.